Hi everyone, welcome to Zimbabwean Positives uh, podcast series. Uh, I'm your host, Ndombi, and today I have a very cool guest panel uh, representatives from YPN and MPZ, Africans Wandiri, Poa, as well as Treat. We will be discussing some of our personal experiences with uh, accessing healthcare services in city health clinics. So, today's topic we will be discussing with our guest panel some of their personal experiences as young people in all, in all their diversity, how they have been uh, being able to access services in city health clinics. So, our first speaker for the day will be Treat. Okay, thank you very much. So, Mina personally, uh, I'm a transgender woman. So, I'll speak about uh, Mina when I want to get tested first. And then I wanted to access an STI screen because uh, already I seen you to know down there something's happening. And in your presentation, yeah, by the time I was wearing something like the COVID 12 and with E pant. And you know, you see how it's getting fine, and I'll go by the fine with the being morning. And I've been born there, and I go there. And yeah, when I eat food, I want there. So, Everyone, I'm not going to say, I know, you know, this has been happening for long. So, and the attitude that I've been getting from their back day home, you will feel like, oh, no, everyone is fine with it. So, wherever I am going, everyone is going to be fine with it. I'll find someone who was comfortable. So, I went to the game in Kiawana. I'm going to mention the name. So, the first step I get to, you could see what you the person will ask you, hi, are you, are you lost? Like, hello, oh, hi, you are not with you. Okay. Like someone is already judging. Yes, hi, okay. And you could see what he's even calling someone else. Say, ah, hi, uh, hello, Zvani, what Out of the blue, why are you not busy? Nadat, he's not busy. Why are busy? Personally, I'm saying me, he's not busy. So, and then I went to my account and administration, I had to make a bad guy. I paid five dollars. And then everyone might have to be seeing a girl. Scala AI demand to me. Okay, what's happening? Explain. Oh, fine, I'm going to And that question, who am I to say? Alright, everyone's now watching. Do you want to hear an answer from Umroma? What's happening? And trust me, Mina, from that time, I don't know what first has been happening. They can just say, fine, I'm a boy, but imagine it. I'm waiting for a transition into what? To a home. So the person was like, oh, okay, you want to have me. And I was like, oh, fine. Let it be. I went inside to Malayana, which was fine. Everyone was like, cool, go the right numbers. And then since I went in, do, do. Like, I'm so feeling that. Okay, we'll be in the right now. I'm having an STI. Oh, STI, removes one thing, so it's in Jan. I'm having a job, and I'm like, okay, the pen is kind of, we'll say that I'm going to. I'm using pennies first of all. You should have asked me. And then I said, No, I think I'm having an STI behind. And the person was like, oh, STI behind. Which one is that? And this is not allowed in Zimbabwe. And you know what? Actually, we can't treat you until you go bring Umuntu or Yenzeri. I mean, that's it. And for me, trust me, I was like, I know I tried to defend myself. And the person was like, I know. You just go. And we partner the aliens in that. He says, and we expect you to. And for me, the next time, you know, this is speaking of money. I'm a police, this is not illegal. In, 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 because it was unnecessary. And, and we all know about Zimbabwe law when it says one man is having another 
sex with another man, especially if one of them identified me as a man. Yeah. Okay, so you're like... So I had to go back. And Nizi, we are going to stay almost one to two weeks. And then I decided to go to this and another friend of mine, and basically told me, ah, you go to this clinic, but it's for, uh, it's for sex workers. And then I went to the clinic. By that time, they didn't treat me with I'm a transgender. But they did, you're now doing a favor because you're, you're coming from even the marginalized community. So I want to treat you. And then they check this. I'm not an STI, it's just even I'm a close to options that you're not using the patient. So I want to give you a vaccine and injection when you go home. Mina, from that time, trust me, it came to jail. Why would I go for an STI screening? I want to lie. I don't know. So basically, you were denied a service because yes. of your. Gender identity in the city of clinics. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I mean, it could be hard having to share with other young people out there that identify as trans women and just being able to give out your experiences in individual. Thank you so much. Um, we we'll move on to our next speaker, 1 pm. Thank you so much for the opportunity. But before I move to my own personal experience, okay. I, I, I have a question. Now that we are, now that everyone is geared up to end HIV, it's like really good, right? So if we are telling someone else to change the report and deny that as a quality service, I'm sure that that goal that we have remains actually, we are not doing anything because there is a particular population that are living with Very true. So it's no longer inclusive of the young people in all their diversity. At the end of the day, we are zero HIV-related, new HIV-related infections would only attribute a dream. Yeah. So I think as much as young people should be made aware of the clinics that way, the same clinics may was able to get help that they go in. So that I think of the day we do reach our project child. Okay, so personally for me, I'm also a young person in education, so my experience is from when I was uh, stage in the sport. So I was creating my post from MP01. Yeah, so from that place, you know, there are a lot of people who are each day when I post the video, but I want to make sure they have people who know. So there are these people who have accepted their family relationship. I'm not going to tell you about the time. I think you are like, I'm going to tell you about the time. I'm going to tell you about the time. Why do you know this? She has accepted to say that she's ready to speak out. So I had those experiences where I would meet that person. I would be because it's kind of ten pages of data on my review data. Not correct with those because there is a several of my candidates. It was a mistake. You know, to receive from the community after the status has been disclosed without your will. Then it was very, very nice. Within the status, I'm telling me it was giving me a very hard time. So I later on decided to I moved myself from that clinic. So I went to another clinic without my regular education. With facilities, I think facilities are much better. You just go there, you are booked for the time. You are coming in at uh, 9 o'clock. You come in there, you go maybe at 9.29, you are in the medication that you are for. So the service there was very much different than the service that I was getting from that city that was facilities. 
in my space, in my in my own situation, you know, I was running away from people to know okay, that time is HIV positive. So I think I'm a facility. We've just found that there's still that it's really hard to go to. Can you say I'm okay? I'm more confident with my status. When I meet that kid, I'm meeting Alexander and Alexander and Alexander. Because me, to me, the status is nothing that I can hide. I feel like I can talk about it. But that kid is in my interview. So I think those facilities would really be conducive for those kids. Even in the way, I think it's all that we need. We don't get to meet all that we need, all that we have. It will be fast. It will be small. Okay, so I think uh, we have some quite a few hands. Um, give the panel to advocate. Okay. Um, from from my personal experience, I I I would like also to acknowledge that um, uh, it has been a journey uh, towards eradicating the AIDS. Mm -hmm. So, um, in as much as we have developed some of the uh, strategies to try and care for the issue of immunity uh, treatment, like um, having friendly corners and things. I also feel like um, the facility as a whole needs to be friendly. We don't really, I don't see uh, the point of having a certain corner that is friendly where I can access um, STI screening and HIV testing, but I face um, a lot of discrimination and um, uh, stigma from the pharmacist in the clinic, you know. So I feel like if the whole facility is friendly enough, you know, I go to the pharmacist, she, he or she is friendly with me, and she gives me no education without you know, asking a whole lot of questions and uh, showing the discrimination part of it towards me. I feel like it would be, um, be somewhere else in terms of um, HIV uh, programming. So, um, the other thing I feel, I also feel like um, we, there is need for, for, for young people to be focused in terms of um, uh, services being uh, given to young people. Why not have young people giving those services for other young people? The reason being, uh, from my personal experience, you know, there was a time I, I had to take my and um, you know, there will be all these uh, old age. Uh, healthcare workers who have been working in facilities that I don't know since when. So, um, the way they are doing things and the way we um, perceive is totally different. Uh, that's a generational gap, you know. So, there was a time where my, my veins didn't actually were not visible. So, they had to tie my arm. You know, the lady kept on like painting me for woman and trying to collect that. And she couldn't get the blood out. So by the time she's trying and she's using force, you know, they can fight me. You know, so I noticed that fine, I talked about it to, to someone else and you know there was a change at some point. But I'll be thinking that if, if I wasn't that much empowered enough to speak out that I've been hate, you know, how many people kept quiet who were hate by such things. You know, the next thing I thought of was I won't take any of the experiences that I've had. But um, I believe that for, for young people in the HIV, knowing, uh, having information about your environment, I feel like it's, it's the way to go because you know if you are suppressed, 
the chances of you transmitting the HIV to the next person are slim to, to, to no chance at all, right? Um, and also, um, if you are virally suppressed, you are healthy, you know you are healthy, you can do anything, you know. So that also is, is the barrier between um, a healthcare worker, like for instance, a doctor before him or her to tell if you know, the medication is working for me or it's not. No. So there is need for young people to go for, for to, to go for, for HIV um, viral checkups. But if you are having people like these who are aging young people uh, at facilities, you won't be reaching such goals because we won't have people collecting their vitamins. No. You look at the HIV case cascade where the third part will see um, everyone who's HIV positive should have their viral supplements. How would you know that my world is a great way I didn't So yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say. So, so what I've picked is uh, you're speaking on um, not really having a friend with online facilities. Let each and every, like the whole facility, be a good friend space to young people. Not just to say young people are being allocated a small corner where they, they feel like they can just express themselves uh, without being judged. Let me, uh, as a young person getting into the facility space, see and feel the good friendliness up until the time when I maybe I'm done with my service uh, and I feel like I'm going home. I just feel like um, what you are saying is very important, especially when it comes to kids. And, and also, we also have to look out for other advances also, where other says I'm over accept what is happening. I feel poverty, like let's not have an inspector that specializes in you not specializing in anything in AR base. And because anyone, if I will also receive a little assumption, whose one is getting inside there, is getting I'm an AR base that are going for the achievement. But also we have an AR base that open. Why don't they be offered at the same facility? So that we don't know what we learn yet, but so that they will. I'm an ARVs. Maybe we learn prevention or we learn treatment. So if we have a little assumption, we learn so that they also get it. So let's not specialize with Tina Man is in specialize on giving art only. But let's involve all prep and pair so that we don't have any discrimination that happens. So you are taking ARs. Thank you so much for the contribution to it. Uh, we will move on to Firstly, considering what I've witnessed, what I've witnessed in the field is that you know people get to be triaged when they come for the services. So they'll say, IOTP for that side, identity energy for that side. So the clinic setup is kind of a centralization of services in one place. But again, at the same time, young people are not so comfortable going to the local thing again. Why? Because of that charity again. Mm -hmm. People come from a lot of all different services, but they get to be said, these are coming for this service, and these are coming for this service. So what I'm thinking right now is for every healthcare worker, we have an on-job training on um, maybe we could start from customer care, SRH and services. Understanding the different populations because as humans, 
we are tempted to be wearing the mother jacket or the mother jacket, even when we are even the police. But I think the healthcare workers need some kind of training to understand uh, to, to understand and be able to individualize each person. As a given, yes, I can see this person, okay, it's male, both male and female. It's not my business. This is just a young person who has just come to access the service. So, be it is which facility or what facility, I think the bottom line is getting the health record straight. I think the services mm -hmm. they improved, but I think COVID came up with many challenges. Where the way people are being offered services has changed. But honestly, one other thing that I need to go back to also, healthcare worker attitudes need to change. But at the same time, as healthcare workers be in a position to be helping those young people to understand their condition and be able to accept themselves for who they are. So even if whenever they come to a facility where people are saying some things about maybe, ah, okay, then that one will be HIV, they'll be able to say, okay, so what? Ah, that one is that one, that one is so what? Because if I'm looking at what the last speaker said is, let's decentralize services. Mm -hmm. But I can even believe with decentralized services, the clinic setup probably needs to change where they don't mention that this person is here for that. Or maybe they can just be knowing which uh, clients are coming today. I know I've got uh, maybe about 10 clients in art, and they just come like in other clients yes. who's coming yes. for their treatment, and I have their medication in the basket. Right? I just know, okay, you or she has come, okay, it's your duty today. So it's only known within the consultation room. Maybe that's the other way that can that things can be done. But otherwise, just maybe saying, let ARVs be given in any place. We we'll also need to face the same challenges where they are trying to level that game. Yet we want to have a So I think we, we need to really make one uh, trying to unlevel services so that young people feel more comfortable and coming to help clinics to access services. We would like to move on to advocate. All right, thank you so much for the Alright, I would like to speak about general feeling positive, patient positive. Like the challenge we are facing as young people are positive. Like first of all, like, like the things we are having facilitated, like things you say to change. That we are going to facilitate to tell our family like how much we understand and Yeah, and then by the time we should tell our family we are going to display that we are going to be just because we are going to have a team now and then we have accepted some items that we are going to but I will say that confidence we to know I'm doing this for my sake and so that thing we are going to say that we are going to be doing this but that confidence we are I'm doing this for my life since that thing we are going to be doing this for my life and then the other challenge especially for example, say we many many positive, but they are not attending Just people just say we are going to be just 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 going to
whether it's key population or whatever. Just the young people, a lot of issues that are facing. One, they are trying to cope with growing up on its own. Then there are HIV related issues. The fact that they have to come to the clinic several times in a year, days where they miss schools, come to the clinic and get their medication. And even the fact that they get to be in a clinic where they are mixed with adults. Like the issues that the other speaker mentioned, okay, that other lady from my group now knows of HIV And it's more like from another community. Uh, I will not have a community. So this young person was well known that this boy is HIV positive. And the mother died at any early age. And the father is the male figure. Everybody wanted to kind of like support the father. But it ended up with the other community. No, that guy is HIV positive. And what uh, the other caregivers of the is that but the same parent who is saying that is a child that is HIV positive. And I don't even want their child to be dating this other young person who is HIV positive with a fear of making their status move. Okay, now this whole situation kind of like frustrates the young person in the sense that other people that are HIV negative are saying, okay, you, you are HIV positive, dead in your own sphere. And you find that the young positive young people now are like, okay, what do, what do I do? Yes. And amongst many other issues, comes to the issues of disclosure. If I disclose my status, is it not going to be spread? And the other issues that young people are facing is that when they put you to the dating age, they are facing difficulties because disclosure is it is a challenge. They don't even know if they, their partner is going to accept them. Is their partner going to act or what? So at times they end up not taking the initiative. And even the issues of stigma and discrimination that we are talking about, they are making young people default. And nowadays there is a trade with us today that I just wonder is uh, implementing, part, implementing partners in the healthcare workers who are going to take this. They now know if you default your review date, you are going to be followed up. So mm -hmm. now no one misses their reviews. The number of defaulters is very low, but there are a number of young people out there who are not taking their medication. Why? Because of any other various reasons. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you just see this young person with a high environment. And usually, uh, no care workers assume that uh, this one is a Yes, and you know, like I think healthcare worker attitudes have to really be looked into because those things they are saying ah, so for no offer, let's just cut. You don't want to work it. I'm not just about to die, you know. Okay, he's individualizing. I'm who I am. I'm me. I'm this natural young person who wants to be herself. Don't say about me because I'm not about you. I'm who I am. So look at me with my issues, individualize them, look at my case differently as according to the issue that it is. So I think we also as healthcare workers, we are advocates for our clients. We are supposed to be doing what's best for our clients. And I repeat, actually healthcare workers need more uh, uh, refresher courses 
and even on job training we do to like for them to be able to understand young people as individuals and i think uh, we should uh, be able to create platforms where young people feel their own universality mm -hmm. not to say ah when there are other people that are, that are discriminated and they are marginalized so they get to get the treatment free. So in as much as we want to work towards an age-free generation, it's a matter of just having besides saying adolescent free services or friendly services, every client that comes in a facility has to be treated kindly. Mm. Has to be treated nicely. Yes. I'm a human being. I need a service. Before you level that I'm HIV positive, I'm human first. Thank you so much for that, MPZ. Uh, so we've come to the end of our session. Thank you so much to each and every person that participated and shared more insight on some of the experiences and shared much more personal experiences on accessing healthcare services in um, health facilities and city health facilities. It's just so disturbing that we still live in a community where discrimination and um, stigma is just still alive. And we are also moving from the end of and end by 2030. I hope there will be changes. I hope young people in all their diversity will stand up and tonight and fight for the common cause of having a eight-school generation and actually working towards eight-school generation. Eight-school generation. So if you should have any more questions, get in touch on our telephone line 080 80441. Thank you so much. <laughs>